What's going on, boys and girls? It's me, Ben DPB. Today, we've got a brand new Ben Meeks. And today, it's none other than a Scottish sensation, Mozart. How are you, buddy? I'm good, mate. How's you? How's you got that Scottish sensation? Is that, is that a good introduction or...? It's one of the nicer things I've ever been called, <laughs> so I'll, uh, I'll take it. <laughs> I was going to say Scottish something else, beginning of S, but I thought I'd better keep it sensation for now. Uh, <laughs> I wish that we get on a little bit into the podcast, eh? <laughs> uh, but as I say, I'll take it. <laughs> Could have been a lot worse. Now, first of all, it's congratulations. You've recently been accepted into the partner programme on Twitch, so congratulations. Yeah, thank you very much. I uh, mean... I still kind of get used to it, to be honest. It doesn't really feel like it's happened. It's been a long time coming, has it? Let's be honest with you. The work you've put in, you like you and Clates, for example, the two guys recently accepted. It's been a long time coming, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, in my side, I've been quite lucky with the football streams um, that that's boosted the numbers yeah. um, to help me get in. But it's obviously something that, I'll be honest, I never really thought I'd ever get to when I started out. So I've already got further than I ever thought I would streaming, which is obviously brilliant. So that was never the aim of yours to be part of then, no? Not really. Um, just because I didn't think I could do it. Because um, <laughs> I just thought FM was kind of too niche, you know? So it's great to see, obviously, more and more FMers are getting a chance to get a partner now. So what's your thoughts on having targets and goals for streaming? Because we hear some guys say they need that as like an incentive and other guys go, I just got to go in there, clip record and see what happens or clip play and enjoy it. We hear a lot of guys nowadays who don't even have their view counts on when they're streaming because they think that might impact the way they're streaming and how they're going to stream. What's your thoughts on the whole targets and view counts, etc.? Does that Do you keep up to date with that at all? I keep up to date with it, but I don't do it when I'm streaming. Okay. So I'm pretty laid back. I'm not a guy that targets myself because I feel like you don't enjoy it if you do that. I um, agree. So I agree. like my focus when I'm streaming, I do have the view count, so I'm not as bad as having to turn it off because <laughs> I know some people will just totally focus on it. I have a quick glance every so often, but um, my focus is basically just chatting when I'm live and having a good time, you know, it's... Um, it might sound kind of corny or the easy thing to say, but I genuinely don't worry about what my numbers are going to be when I go live. Um, and I think that's the best way to do it because then you're more natural and people are more likely to enjoy it, I think. I mean, your stream chat's not to big up is one of the one of the nicest stream chats you'll see out there. It's very friendly, isn't it? It's just a place to go and chill out. Just go in there, chill out, have a beer, as you say, or I'm brewing your case, and just chill out. <laughs> Uh, is that something you made a conscious effort to do to have a nice chilled out chat or is that just because of well, the sort of guy that you are? I think it's uh, more just reflecting what I'm like, to yeah. be honest. Um, like, obviously, if there is anything that's came up that's bad, I've nipped it in the bud pretty quickly. I'm I'm pretty um, strict when it comes to, like, if I see anything that's out of line, be it racism or homophobia or whatever, it's instantly just, like, there's not a second chance you're banned and that's it. And people know that's the way I'm anyway, so they tend to respect that. And I, I let a bit of dark humour come here and there, and that's <laughs> fine. But obviously, as long as you know where the line is, there's, there's no issues. Now, we know you get trolls on YouTube, on podcasts, on Twitch, on friggin' Bebo, on MySpace back in the day. <laughs> How have you been in terms of, have you, been, you know, have you had many bad experiences as a streamer? I know you did YouTube back in the day, but have you had many bad experiences as a streamer with, with trolls and, and general knobheads coming in the chat, shall we say? Not really, because they tend to get abandoned. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> like the the other thing I'm very lucky with is there's a, a group of guys who moderate for me that are right on it a lot of the time. So I very rarely actually see the message. I just see such and such has been banned. Um, and that's fine by me. I'm quite happy for it to be that way, you know. Um, like there's only ever been one that I can think of that we were playing among us uh, in a group. There's about eight or nine of us and someone joined the Discord, joined the voice call and started screaming all sorts down. And it was just... Like, just nonsense. Was when I was keg? a kid, you could... It's got to be keg, <laughs> Keg wishes he sounded that young. Um, but it was it was the only time that's ever happened, and since then, it's a shame, but any time I do a voice call thing, I have to do it in a private chat just to be safe. Um, and I'll drag people in myself, you know? Some guys listen to the pod, they won't be streamers at all, or they might be very, very small streamers. In terms of your mods, how important are they to you and your channel the way it's run? Massively, massively. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty laid back with it though in terms of I don't expect them to be there every stream. Like I've just get, it's quite a big group of mods I've got compared to a lot of people and for the size of the channel. Um, but basically it's people I know I can trust. Um, and when they're in, they, they do the business. Basically, and that's kind of that. So, um, and I think they quite like it that way as well because you shouldn't see it as a job because at the end of the day they're there to watch and enjoy themselves as well but if they care about you and they enjoy you, your content they're going to do their best to keep <laughs> things clean as well you know I've been a mod once or twice in people's streams for some reason a lot of people just don't trust me don't know why they just don't <laughs> trust me as a mod now for those who don't know you've recently announced on your stream Game Blast 21 starting in a couple of weeks for those who don't know what Game Blast 21 is do you mind explaining just what it is and how it's going to go about? yeah sure so Game Blast is a, a big weekend run by the charity Special Effect. So it's a UK-based charity. They get Twitch streamers and kind of YouTube streamers as well, I believe, to try and raise money for a really good cause. Um, like what Special Effect do is they try to make gaming accessible to people with disabilities who otherwise may not be able to to game. So it's either people that say are at home or potentially in a hospital that might have um, got to a stage where they can't play anymore and it's really affecting them so uh, what we've done is we've arranged a, a 72 hour football manager stream over the whole weekend because it runs a Friday to the Sunday and we thought we might as well go big for it um, so there's 24 streamers that are going to take turns and the same save um, and they'll just do a 3 hour stint and then pass it to the next um, and we'll see where it ends up basically so it could be absolute chaos <laughs> we'll, see. we'll soon find out but I'm looking forward to it have you got any ideas who you say is going to be with yet? Yeah, so the likes of myself, Kegman, we've got Liam H, Lenny Hoon, Ticker on the counter, all these kind of guys. Um, I'll be kind of putting most of the names out there in the next couple of days, but it's a really good group of guys. Um, so I'm quite happy with a, well, it's basically a team at this point that we've put together for it. And um, it's guys that don't take themselves too seriously is the main thing as well. So they should be <laughs> up for putting a wee goal or two in for the fundraising side of things. And who's the team? Like, in terms of you going to be like a Rangers, a BSC, what's the plans? We don't know yet. I'm going to put it to a vote. Oh, really? Um, because, like, I know that I don't want it to be too big a team. You don't want to start like Man City. Aye. So, I think what we'll do is a lower half top league team or a kind of top half setting tier 
side. So there's a bit of room for growth, but they're still decent. So this game last twenty one stream they got coming. You know, how did it come about? You know, was it, I know it's something that you you're you're very keen. I've seen a list of the guys involved: your Ben Drews, your Limos, your Kegs, etc. A lot of big big names. Uh, that guy JC is also involved. But how yes, did the idea come about? How was it? How did you get involved? I'd seen um, a tweet about it a week or so ago and um, I just thought at the time that sounds like a great idea for a charity stream. I've been meaning to do a big charity stream for a while now. Um, I was kind of inspired by the region. Uh, stream they did a wee while back yeah. and they raised a brilliant amount of money. But it's, it's the one thing that I've not really kind of properly done as yet, like a, a big charity thing. So yeah, it just kind of came along at the right time. Have you thought about contacting any clubs to maybe give you a bit of traction, a bit of support regarding the stream at all? We've seen Loki, I mean, I know it's Basingstoke, we've seen Loki, we've seen Kev before with his YouTube save, speak to mm. non-league clubs. Have you had any thoughts or any ideas or whatever about approaching some clubs about doing this perhaps? I have, which is the other reason why we've not really committed to Ooh. a team yet. So um, watch this space, there might be developments on that front but, oh uh, you blue balling get you <laughs> <laughs> but no the guys as you mentioned like Loki and, uh, and Kev you've also had Bendrews with North Ferriby and um, all sorts of uh, guys have had link ups with teams recently and it seems to be generally really well received um, JC's another one yeah. that's had link ups so um, whenever you can do it and obviously getting the, the club on board it's good good fun now we mentioned it earlier or rather you mentioned it earlier in regards to your being a partner but BSC Glasgow for those who don't know they're a a lowly league team I believe it's called the lowly league team a lowly league yeah uh, based in Scotland obviously has to say BSC Glasgow uh, but they're a lowly league team that you're a bit of a fan for you go to the games it's great to see you at the games doing the old game. but those who don't know it's a walking on Tell us a little bit about BSC Glasgow, how it came about, what we're doing. So, funnily enough, it actually came about through Football Manager um, because I initially got in touch with the team uh, to get some information when I was doing the database update that I was doing every year. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, I do the, the main Scottish League database that activates non-league so you can play as any team uh, in the pyramid. And um, one thing led to another. They eventually asked me to to do some bits for them on their website, um, like a football manager blog at that point. And it's got to the point now where I'm actually club ambassador um, is my title. And I present live streams at the games, obviously, because uh, we can't get any fans in. Um, it has been suspended for now, the, the non-league side of football up here. Hopefully we'll get it back not not too far away now but um, we've been going home and away and bringing the games live to Twitch and it's been a great laugh um, I've really enjoyed it and it's something different again that kind of having to make that change from sitting in a bedroom and streaming to suddenly you're out kind of on assignment almost and there's a lot more things to worry about there's multiple cameras and um, firstly just try to work out how to actually do it was hard enough but I think by the the time we kind of stopped temporarily, we'd got pretty comfortable with it and it was going really well. It's great to watch, you know, and you can hear how much you generally enjoy being there. You've generally become a fan of the team uh, yeah. through going there. And it, as I mentioned, you know, when the games were being shown, for someone like me who was sadly a Luton Town fan, for someone like me who <laughs> likes going to football, it's great to be able to watch football on stream or TV, which we would call it, without having to pay a tenner 
as you do now with the old club passes to watch the game. Um, so it's a shame that the season's been called off due to damn COVID. Hopefully we'll see you back in the crowd in the very near future. Yeah, fingers crossed. It's, um, it's officially suspended for now, so it might get back this season. We'll see. But um, again, we just need to wait and see for the pandemic. It's one of these things that we don't have any control over, you know. Do we see a BSC save for the Games Blast 21, perhaps? I don't think so. Um, I did consider it, I'll be honest. But, <laughs> uh, no, I think we want to go a, a bigger team just to yeah. to get something that well, people will know the players are signing and all that to make it a bit more fun. Um, I did do BSC for the whole of Last FM as well on Twitch, so <laughs> um, need to have a slight break from it. <laughs> but one of the things I've been enjoying immensely recently was, was your network save with Keg. Um two guys that clearly got on very well uh, it's quite a fun stream to watch one being Glasgow one being Celtic tell us how the whole keg Moza stream team came together how it's going any plans for future saves once this one finishes yeah so we planned this for ages um, at the end of uh, towards the end of FM21 we both knew we wanted to do a network save we, know, we knew we wanted two rivals just to make it interesting it kind of came about because there's an ongoing meme in my stream that you'll be aware of yeah. people <laughs> accuse me of being a Rangers fan quite a lot so it made sense to do the old farm and just lean into it and it's been hilarious because of that so we've got to the point now where one of my moats says Moz as a jail <laughs> just to wind me up um, but ah, it's been great um, and it's also been close enough to keep it interesting and um, we were worried initially that Keg started badly and he might get a sack straight away but he's a He's caught right up and it's it's nip and tuck. So I think that's the other thing you need for the network, not just to get on with the other person and, and have a good laugh, but it needs to be close enough to make it interesting as well, you know. I love a network save. I really do. Any time it involves it would be an Apex, Football Manager, Crusader Kings, Civilization. Anytime you do a multiplayer saves, I love yeah. it. It's always great to hear as people bounce off each other and interact with each other. And you, know, you and Keg, as, as I mentioned, maybe you've done off off screen, but you seem to get on really well on screen. You seem to have a good bit of banter between you, a good friendship as well. And that always yeah, helps. Yeah, definitely. And then I think it also helps that we've met each other in real life as well, you know, and we've, we've hung out. Um, a couple of times like Keg came up to to Scotland and we went to the BSC Hibernian Cup game uh, together there was a few other guys there like Maladin was there um, Reedy and so on so we've kind of got that we've had a couple of nights out on the beers you know so it's not just a we know each other through Discord type thing we, we've, we've got a wee bit more to it and I'd consider him a, a cracking friend and I'm sure he'd do the same back any plans for another network save once you inevitably lose this one or <laughs> possibly um, I don't think another one for this FM possibly next FM though because yeah. I have really enjoyed it but yeah I th- I'm going to try and space them out so it's not constant like it's nice yeah. to go back and have the solo save to, to get a bit of a refresher again and, and go again after that it gives like a yearly thing with like maybe like a what have you been Bocker Juniors or what have you been River Plate, what have you been Benfica, what have you been Porto, like a yearly mm. rivalry save sort of thing. I know there was talks of um, 
Herb and Kirchie doing this many moons ago, but it'd be good to see somebody else do that where they do like a, a rivalry series, shall we say, over the space of a couple of FMs being different teams. So, you know, I'm copywriting that. So if you do try to do that, I will sue you <laughs> just to put it out there. But no, it'd be good to see you guys to give it FM22. It's just, I, I love a network save. I really, really do. Yeah, definitely. The only issue is obviously if the game doesn't let you play yeah. along, but um, we learned to That's the cost. joys of a network save, isn't it? You know, the, that's the, it. The, the, the forever crashes, getting kicked out of games and whatnot. So the network saves, unfortunately, aren't always as great as they could be. Hence why I mentioned other games like Civilization and Apex, <laughs> because unfortunately, FM, as most of us know, is can be a pain in us. We've been very fortunate this year with the streaming showdown where we didn't get any issues per se with the with the network save, but they can be a pain in the arse at times, unfortunately. Yeah, we learned the hard way that it's Epic servers, the FMUs for any network yes. saves, because um, we tried to stream one night, there was a Fortnite event, and it just didn't work. <laughs> so, um, never again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a proud Welshman, despite my accent. You're a proud Scotsman, with your accent. Um, <laughs> do you, how, what's your thoughts and feelings on you know, the old classic... Um, Kilt lifter, haggis, or the, the cliche, shall we say? Because I get the old, you're a sheep shagger, or you're this, you're that. What's, you know, what's your opinions on the cliches they get thrown at you? Does it bother you at all? Do you care, or you're not really fussed? Because me personally, it's like water for dust back, water for dust back, because it doesn't bother me at all. But I know some people can get quite upset with those cliches because it's, well, it's annoying after 30 odd years of it. But what's your thoughts yeah. on it? It doesn't bother me, to be honest. Like, if people come into the stream and give me that kind of chat, I just tell them to get a better chat, you know? Um, <laughs> and it probably doesn't help that I am quite stereotypical as a Scotsman, that I do love the Iron Brew, I do like wearing <laughs> my kill, um, I, I do eat tonics, tea cakes, all those kind of things. So most of the stereotypes, I've got a massive whiskey collection. <laughs> um, I probably don't help myself, you know? <laughs> <laughs> now you used to be part of a stream team some consider that a swear word stream team uh fm base many moons ago what's mm -hmm. your thoughts on stream teams are they good are they bad you know, can they help you can they hinder you what's your thoughts on them and and how did it help you or hinder unit shall we say what's your thoughts you have to have the right group of people um to make it work is what i would say we had a great group at fm base um the reason it kind of fell apart in the end was it was just a natural progression it felt like that um when we were there the website got taken over and the guys that took over were a bit more like we kind of going back to the first chat we had about numbers they were a bit more driven by targets and it just wasn't really mentioned that way with a lot of the guys um, and i was going to finish up anyway because i was running the team at that point and i just didn't have the time with a, a new job had started so um i think I was about to finish up. Keg had made noises that he was going to finish up as well and it just kind of stopped at that point rather than continuing on. But it really helped me um, being in it because not only was, like, not the kind of number side particularly, but I got to know guys like Keg, like Tom Ox, and Clates was in the team with us. But we we all kind of learned off each other I think and bounced off each other really well and uh, improved all of us as streamers and so I think that's the main takeaway I'd say from a stream team that if as long as you're in a group with similar minded people and you're going to bounce off each other and improve each other that's where it can be successful 
But if you're just focusing on getting big, it's not going to work because someone's going to get bigger quicker than somebody else. That's where jealousy comes in and just backstabbing and whatever else. And yeah, that's not healthy. We still have a time and time again with YouTube teams, you know, not to name and shame other teams, but when someone's individual channel starts to grow, that does turn to a bit of bitchiness. And that was always my fear regarding stream teams. We've seen other guys like yourself do exceptionally well. Uh, some unknown American guy joined FM Base. <laughs> um, you know, when he came on the pod, he mentioned that he, he, he messaged you. I think, I think it was yourself. I sent you a rather lengthy email, wasn't it, regarding joining the stream That's right. and what he That's could bring right. to the team. And does that mean we can thank you for the sensation that is Zealand? Oh, no, it's all his work. Absolutely all his work. But, <laughs> no, 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 it's what you yeah. say, it was all you. <laughs> he is the only person that has ever sent me a four-page manifesto of why he should be accepted onto a stream team. So it was um, it was a proper like CV. He said it was hilarious. But, <laughs> but the uh, funny thing is, he sent it and I look where he is now. I know, I know exactly. I know Benji had a little dig at me on his stream a couple of weeks back, where I mentioned that Zina was the biggest Twitch streamer and. And you disagreed, but let's just say he's one of the biggest Twitch streamers. He's gone from you know sending you a four-page War and Peace email to to now being one of FM's biggest YouTubers and Twitch streamers. I mean, it's quite See, funny. <laughs> I uh, I would pretty much agree that he's the biggest Twitch streamer for FM because unlike the likes of Benji, Jack, um, Sanjay Lucardo, all these big guys, I think they're more kind of based on YouTube, whereas Zealand came through Twitch using the YouTube, if that makes sense. Um, because that YouTube was FM Base's YouTube and then he managed to change it to Zealand. Cool. Um, I mean, he blew that page up, didn't he? It was oh, he unreal. killed it. <laughs> like, it, that was when the stream team finished and he started that channel. He just absolutely killed it and he deserves all the credit and all the numbers and all the success he's getting because, he's like, you can tell from the quality of the videos how much he cares about it and he's fantastic let's not turn it into a Zina loving now he, he loves it <laughs> he loves attention up as it is so let's not get him too big any day now we're going to get to part of the show that I like I mean, not that I didn't enjoy the rest of the podcast but a part of the show that I like it's the alleged emphasis on alleged Spitfire questions it's basically several questions that are Spitfire but they're not Spitfire questions so feel free to elaborate if you want to if you just want to say yes or no or say piss off then by all means do that as well all right so hey, um, on. first one coke or pepsi but i'd brew does not count before you try it you take my answer from me exactly I um, I would. <laughs> coke coke do you, have, do you have a preference of flavor like zero coke pep coke cherry whatever it's called or I don't really drink either because it is genuinely Iron Brewer drink. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> have you been approached by Iron Brew's a sponsor yet? No, but I have had chats with them about other stuff. You're lying. <laughs> we're we're Twitter pals. <laughs> I've seen that. <laughs> no, they um they follow a lot of Scottish uh, content creators. Um, so they're quite on the pulse with these things. I, I remember watching you. I sound really old. I say back in the day. But back in the day, you talk about Iron Brew. I always thought it was a bit of a meme, and it just seems to have evolved into um, something much bigger than meme, shall we say, your love for Iron Brew. Uh, I don't understand it myself. I find the drink absolutely revolting. Uh, <laughs> and that's no offence to you, but I just... I don't know why you would take offence to that. That's a weird one. But I just... I don't know. I just never liked Iron Brew. I really haven't. Uh, we just grew up on it. That's what it is. 
Ah, yeah, your baby bottle and stuff as a kid. <laughs> well, that was whiskey, you know. <laughs> so, what do you call it? New gen or regen? We know what we know it's officially a new gen, but what do you call it? I try to call it new gen, but I do say regen. So, console, as in like your Xbox One or your Xbox whatever, or PC? Would you prefer PC? Definitely PC. Was your console fan back in the day? And if so, which console? Yeah, um, I was always a PlayStation guy. Um, just purely a luck because the first couple of times I went to go and get one it was a PlayStation that was cheaper second hand <laughs> at the time so um, that's kind of how that happened but I went PS1 PS2 PS3 Xbox One so I did have a change in there yeah. but um, yeah I was always a PlayStation guy mainly I was PS1 PS2 the Xbox 360 just did Xbox from their was in I got Xbox 360 for one game, Gears of War. That was obviously yeah. an Xbox game back in the day. And I got it, and from then on, I was just hooked on Xbox. And Gears of War, to this day, is one of my favourite ever multiplayer, sort of the first-player shooter. It's one of my favourite ever computer games, Gears of War. The first one, it was such a good game. It really, really was. Yeah, but anyway, I digress now. I'm waffling about other shit as usual. So <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll quickly move on. Now, Club versus Country. What would you rather have, say, win the Scottish Premiership or win Champions League or win the World Cup? Maybe World Cup's a bit unrealistic. Win the European, win, win the Open League, shall we say, with uh, BSC Glasgow or win the um, the Nations League with Scotland? This is tough, I'd say, club, just because I'm such, like, so entwined with BSC now. And obviously I'm friends with everyone behind the yeah. scenes and quite a few of the players, so... It would mean more to me, I think, if the club got success. Like when we did so well in the Scottish Cup, it was brilliant. Um, it was genuinely the most fun I've ever had as a football fan. So, yeah, I'd go with that. So we know you're a Glasgow fan, Glasgow Rangers fan. We know you're a BSC Glasgow fan. Is there ever? I am not a Glasgow Rangers fan. Stop putting out there. Is there any other teams that you support at all? Not really, to be honest. No, it's generally just BSC. Yeah. I obviously watch a lot of football and kind of got likings for kits more than anything else so I love a Boca Juniors kit um, just as an example like I love St Pauli kits just anything that's a wee bit different Yeah, I really like Roma's kits as well but yeah BSC is the only team really that other than Scotland that I properly support one of my favourite kits was Fiorentina. I just loved the Fiorentina kit, the purple. I the loved, old Nintendo Sabon. Exactly. Kit. I loved Gabriel Batistuta growing up, which is like an absolute legend. So yeah. to, the, to this day at 36, my favourite colour is purple. And the first thing I think about is Gabriel Batistuta in the Fiorentina shirt when I think of the colour purple. I just loved it growing up. I remember watching uh, Football Italia on Channel 4, show my age now, many moons ago, with just... Oh, I love a Fiorentina shirt just that nice purple kit I was the same it used to be the morning routine that you got him James yeah. Richardson would be sitting there he's a table his cup of coffee talking about the games you oh, know it's, yeah, loved it days. how has he not <laughs> appeared by the way on mainstream TV doing a match of the day or whatever it blows my mind he was so good on you know uh, he's a He's too busy doing his Totally Football Show podcast, isn't oh, he? That's true. I mean, that, I mean, that podcast was the, was the Garden podcast he did originally, I think it was. That's right. Yeah, and then he branched off and did their own thing. And it's he's, massive. He's just so good. I love him. Jimbo. I do like James Richardson. He's a big fan of his. Um, but we're going to turn it to Jim Richardson, loving the second now. So let's move, <laughs> moving on swiftly. So what's your favourite meal? Other than Haggis, of course. Uh, favourite meal? 
probably a Chinese um, Chinese slash Thai I do like a Thai green curry and I like I like kind of out there things like I like going to the Chinese and getting kind of whatever the weirdest thing I've never tried is on that's, it, that's what wise. I do I go to the yeah. menu and go oh well, that sounds alright I get that I love it I can never remember what was I had like I go to the one <laughs> what did I have the other week I don't know I fucking love that curry there wasn't that happens all the time but it, I, I'm quite like adventurous I like trying new things hmm. um, look I'm a massive fan of sushi and all that as well, Japanese stuff. So another question for you, Mazza. Underrated, underrated content creators. Now, I don't want to hear about your clates or your kegs because let's be honest, you know, these guys are either partners or nigh on near partners. Have you got any guys out there, if you do watch any content, YouTube, Twitch, podcast like mine, that you believe are underrated content creators that anyone else can check out if they haven't done so already? That guy, JC, is the most criminally underrated YouTuber Agreed. out there. He's outstanding. And I don't understand how he's not got more subscribers. Um, he's just hilarious. And I know he's kind of limited and he is very 18 plus. <laughs> <laughs> Put it that way with the humour. But um, yeah, it's it's amazing to me that he's not bigger than he is. Um, and we do a joint stream every so often as well. We do the Friday Night Takeaway streams. And that's the most fun I've ever had live on stream doing that with him because he's just like I just need to sit there and let him make people laugh you know <laughs> it's, it's great um, Twitch wise there's a few to be honest uh, just now there's a lot of guys growing big like um, Billy Beef's new in the scene and he's doing bits uh, Looney's doing really well Billy. just now who was that um, sorry? Looney Hoon's pushing really yeah. really well I think in terms of Twitch there's a couple on the counter would be the first one I think he's very very similar to me in the way he streams and the way he builds his community I'm, I'm surprised he's not in, got bigger because he did, he deserves it he's a great streamer um, despite being a Bradford fan <laughs> um, and then I was thinking someone else probably Mr Tomox would be the other one and yeah. we go back we we go way back me myself and Tom um, and again he's just a genuine really nice guy does a wee bit more variety than FM these days like he throws in kind of Minecraft streams and all that here and there but again he's somebody that I always thought would be bigger than he is and it's just not kind of happen for one reason or another but I'd really encourage folk to to go and find him out Fantastic now, obviously, you're, no offence, you are a bit of an old hat, shall we say it, doing this stream and YouTube are lucky. <laughs> You've done it for a number of years. You are one of the, no, don't, don't speak up, one of the more popular guys in terms of personality and content out there. Do you have any advice for any new content creators or up-and-coming content creators at all? Just do it. I mean, I sat, honestly, when I was getting started, I sat for about three months um, figuring out whether I should give it a bash and I should have just got started straight away you know um, funnily enough the reason I did get started I blogged initially um, and it was Samo FM Samo who basically told me to get the finger out and get going <laughs> um, and if he hadn't done that who knows I might not even started streaming oh wow um, but I started the blogs and I thought I was watching Twitch and I thought I could do that and here we are like took me about what about two years and I've ended up being a partner so it's if I can do it and I'm not exactly talented um, anyone can do it as long as you're able to hold a conversation and have a laugh anyone can become a partner if you do it right 
I'm not trying to suck you up. I think you do yourself a service that you're not talented. And you know, and the reason why I say that is your content, unlike others, <laughs> what I love about your content is is little things like I suppose your content really no offense to you. It's the way you are with people. Mm-hmm. You're very much a people person, whether you whether you know that or not. The way you talk to your community, the way you are with your community in the chat, the little things you do regarding your little two finger salute when you say goodbyes become your <laughs> your little niche thing in that the way you are with your with your communities is very infectious, shall we say. It's hard to come into certain people's streams and not come out of there with a smile on your face. You know, and like I mentioned, there's you, there's Keg, there's Limo, there's Ben Drews, there's certain guys you go in and you know you're gonna click about there with a smile on your face. And I, I think when you say you haven't got any talent, maybe you're just trying to be, you know, not big headed. Well, no, I I genuinely don't think, when you look at all the FM streamers out there, I genuinely don't think, in terms of playing at the game, I'm definitely not up there, (laughs) Um, which may actually help me because people tend to appreciate misery more than success, it feels like. But yeah, it all comes down to just being yourself. And I think that's my strength, as you say, that I'm just quite chatty, I'm laid back. Um, All these things like that, that we salute thing happened by mistake. Um, one of the like my most used demo in the, the channel is from when I messed up my camera and I just looked depressed that became a kind of that became a I think it's called the sad demo um, but everyone loves that it's like you just need to kind of go with the flow and when things happen like that just see the funny side don't get too stressed about it because everyone's laughing you might as well join in you know so when it comes to content, what do you think that makes the best type of content? Smashing the game out and winning it all the time or being pretty naff at the game despite being a Glasgow Rangers fan and having great banter or interaction as you have? What do you think is the best type of content as a as a streamer, shall we say? Determined to label me as a Rangers fan in this, I've noticed. We all are. <laughs> the, I don't think just banging through the games is that entertaining, just for my personal kind of perspective as a viewer I prefer people that interact more with it so it's not something I've ever done but little things like people might name players after their subscribers yeah I like little touches like that um I've got that, that little Sky Sports News scene that'll whap out every so often yeah. it's got Chris Kamara <laughs> on it um so you obviously need to make a narrative out of it and that's what that's the the YouTube site coming out um, I've not really got the time to do YouTube in honesty and Twitch let's be honest it's a lazier option because it's easier because <laughs> um, yeah you just do it and that's it and it's there um, but you still need to have a, an element a narrative to pe- keep people coming back and get invested in it like if you've got a guy that's scoring goals kind of almost building up a personality for them in your head that side um, that I, th- I think that's miles more entertaining than someone that's just get a downloaded tactic that's banging out the wind. Um, it's not it's not kind of like FIFA where that can be entertaining, somebody that's going 13-0 in Correct. a weekend league. Correct. And because there's that element of drama with it, you don't really get that drama with FM when you've won the league already and you're 20 points clear. Um, it can get a wee bit stale then, so you need something. I mean, like the other thing with starting is um, most creators you'll notice that are quite open the likes of myself Kegman I've got open DMs on Twitter so don't be scared to drop us a DM and ask 
any silly questions about starting streamer or advice if you're wanting feedback on a say a 10 minute chunky video just reach out to us We're, we don't bite <laughs> um, and uh, on my YouTube there is a amongst the BSE highlights from the live streams there is a series on there on the technical side of how to start streaming on OBS Streamlabs OBS just to keep it simple so there's there's all sorts of help out there you just need to find it and and give it a go because the hardest thing to do is hit go live especially once you've got everything set up and it's ready yeah but once you've done that once you've got over that hump you're you're on your way and it can only get better do you get many people reaching out to you at all or if at all i do get a few yeah um i actually get a mixture of dms from there's a lot of people that reach out about the database and about editing help um that tends to be more uh like more of the messages i get but every so often i'll get people just asking about how i did something on stream mm. or if i've got a link to kind of how to do certain things like how to get set up um and yes yeah, it's, it's something i'd always encourage and the, re- the reason why i said wasn't because i tried to apply that nobody wants to ask you a question the reason why i asked is because i found that as time's gone on with the amount of content creators out there shall we say from speaking to you guys it seems that people don't reach out as much now as they did two years ago for example when two years ago everyone's messaging everyone really asking for advice content creator were messaging each other hi also what do you think of my stuff hi ben my stuff what do you think of my stuff just from speaking to you guys over the last sort of year or two it seems to be that the the art of conversation shall we say when it comes to DMing each other or new guys messaging old guys asking for advice it seems to be something that's a dying art shall we say would you would you think that's fair to say or am I completely talking rubbish right now no I, I kind of get that um like I even though we've said obviously I just got partnered and so on I would still be very hesitant to DM some of the bigger creators asking to review my stuff and mm. that's that's always a mental block you're going to have that kind of almost a fear factor of going are they going to care? Is it worth wasting their time? Um, but sometimes, like we, we've got a big DM group on Twitter. There's myself and quite a few uh, guys in there that it happened by accident. It was initially when Among Us got big and we got a group together to play the game. Um, and it became more of just a, a sounding board, that group, that if somebody's put a new video out or something or they're looking for opinions or generally just banter that goes on there. Um <laughs> even going back to myself Keg and the rest of the guys that used to be in the stream team together we tend to bounce things off each other still to this day which is where that was a really beneficial thing when it happened so I, I think there there is a feeling that it can be a bit cliquey at times with certain people in groups but it doesn't strike me that way if you approach somebody one to one they generally get back to you if you are listening and you haven't done so it happens to all of us. We're all nervous to reach out to someone, whether it be a mother or someone very small like myself. Don't be afraid to reach out and ask for advice. 99% of the community will always get back to you. It might not be that very same day, but more often than not, they'll get back to you. If they haven't got back to you, it's probably filtered in a spam box. I know that's happened to me where people message me I've gone to my spam box six months later and I've got four DMs there. Why are you ignoring me? Yeah. I'm like, shit, I wasn't ignoring <laughs> you. I just didn't see your message into my spam folder. So but, I, um, I agree. That's the thing. We're, we're normal people at the end yeah. of the day. That's, that's the hump you need to get over when you're thinking about it. Like, 
I spoke to Dr. Benji the other day and I was totally just like, oh God, you know? <laughs> so I, I, I get it. I get it. But generally, just what's the worst that can happen? If somebody doesn't reply, so be it. Somebody else will. So you might as yeah. well reach out and then somebody will help you and go from there. I mean, my podcast, I'm trying to grow it to something not just an FM podcast because for me, as much we love FM, it's quite a niche game, I'm sure we would agree. We mentioned it earlier. So trying to have new guests at all the time, you know, although it's not hard, shall we say, I want to expand into other areas. So I've recently reached out to some football clubs. You know, I've got someone from a football club coming on soon who helped build a football club and get them on to talk mm. about it. I'm also talking to guys that do content for the Premier League. Uh, regarding uh, the fantasy football side of things but you're right it's that nerves I'm just trying to reach out but you know if, as as Zidane says as you've told me now you'll never know if you don't reach out and what's the worst that could happen is they either don't reply back to you or they say sorry I'm busy right now we'll do it another time you don't actually lose anything by it do you? No exactly um, and that other thing you mentioned there about the football side that's something else that people should consider I'd say as well because that's where I've been lucky that you don't have to go exclusively FM you can also go the normal football route as well and basically combine the two and get a crossover because like one of the things I'm most proud of was when lockdown happened initially that I managed to work with the Scottish FA and do the Scottish Cup through Football Manager so never limit yourself to to one thing always feel free to expand and um, try some new stuff as well I mean, we spoke the other day via Twitter about the Scottish Cup. If you Obviously, we spoke about the streamer showdown and whatnot, and I mentioned about doing a Scottish version. Now, you did do the Scottish Cup many moons ago. Um, mm. yeah, how did that come about? What did you do? How much hard work was it? How did that all come about? So, because I've got a podcast, that, like myself and uh, Rampant, who a lot of people know through FM, um, and Benji, uh, I've got a podcast on Scottish non-league football um, and through that I've met a few people through just general kind of football punditry and so on. Um, I had a contact with the SFA um, because I'd initially approached them with an idea about a year previously saying we could do this, like that we could run a football manager Scottish Cup in parallel to the actual tournament and they came back to me when lockdown happened saying well now's the perfect time for it let's give it a go um, so again it, it was just me sending a chance email that led to this a year later so even if you don't hear something then there's still a chance for it and before I knew it like you've got the actual Scottish Cup account tagging me and everything and arranging the the tournament itself. I got to the last 16 with BSC somehow um, <laughs> before Aberdeen absolutely humped me. <laughs> so um, it was a great laugh. Obviously Celtic and Rangers played the final, but some things will never change. Um, but I, it's just, it's another thing that, that you might as well give things a, a go and see what happens. 100%. 100%. All right, but I'm going to do the closing bit now. That's right, if you just the usual... Blah, blah, blah. Goodbye. Yeah, go for it. Goodbye, Moza. Blah, blah, blah. And that's it, bud. All right. Yeah, yeah. And there we go. Another Ben Meeks over with. And um, an interesting one, should we say, to learn about the FM base stream team, to learn about the, the charity stream. Moza's got to come up right now. I finally enjoyed that, buddy. So thank you very much for coming on. Thank you for having me. 
No, it's been a pleasure, my friend. Uh, if you haven't done so already, make sure you head over to Moss's Twitch channel. If you've got if you're, uh, Amazon Prime, give him a cheeky little Twitch Prime. Subscribe, it's free of charge. Give him a little subscribe. I'm sure he'll be happy to see you over there. And um, that's why it is peer pressure for me. I'm telling you, go do it. Go and do it now. <laughs> Put it back to you, Freddie Do. I'm going to bid you all to do. Do you want to say goodbye, Moza? Yeah, yeah. Catch you later. See you later. Bye-bye.